Hello, Kristen here with a new thing. Okay, so the bad news. We can't all move to Canada if Trump wins. The good news is that we can face whatever is coming together. And the antidote is for facing it together. It's for monthly gathering where we practice building resilience in the body long before November 5th. So you're going to practice returning to your body, your breath, and your being when the stakes are really low, when we're just in a Zoom room together, so that you build those muscles and they're easier to access when you really need them. And in case of a Trump win, you will really need them. And in case of a non-Trump win, you'll have them forever and it will be great regardless. <laughs> you can find all the details at jointheantidote.com, J-O-I-N-T-H-E-A-N-T-I-D-O-T-E.com. Promo code TRUST takes $33 off before March 12th because trust. Again, that's jointheantidote.com. Enjoy the episode and I'll see you on the other side. Hello and welcome to this episode of That's What She Said. I have been out of town and sick and now I'm back and Brave happened, which was two days of amazingness and wonder in Laguna Beach, California, and it was big and vast and open and so much better than I'd planned. So um, that was really good and I decided to make another one. It's happening September 19th and 20th in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So East Coasters, get excited. And that's at kristenkelp.com slash brave. And then last week I went to the second uh, retreat for Steer Your Ship. So it starts in October and ends in April. So I was in Asbury Park, New Jersey, doing the second half of that. And we got to hear the end results from people um, that start Steer Your Ship and they start with me having these goals and aspirations, but also these very big, seemingly insurmountable problems. And then to get to hear how those problems have sort of unraveled and untangled and caused this beautiful growth and unfurling and seeing the contrast between where we start and where we end six months later is fulfilling in a way I can't even describe, even if I used up way too much energy and I've just sort of been recovering for a week. It's okay because it's amazing. And it's the work that I love most in the world teaching. So I got to do that twice since I've talked to you. And as one of my friends said, like I'm done peopling until September. So <laughs> I've done my peopling. It was good. And we're going to talk more about stereoship, but if you're like, Oh my God, I can't wait. KristenKelp.com slash S Y S. Um, there are six spots in the program. Three of them are taken and uh, it's open to the public today. So that was all private release that I was talking to people. So let's do this thing and let's talk about how to stop the overwhelm. Sometimes you feel completely overwhelmed and you don't know where to start with your work or your life or whatever it is you have to get done. So you sink under a mountain of emails and you quietly calmly wave the wed, the wed, the white flag at your own life and your own existence. And you're like, this is never going to get done. And like, give me a screen, give me the warmth of the screen and let me sink into Hulu, Netflix, Xfinity, Facebook, or Instagram, right? 
So here is a really helpful question to move you out of overwhelm and into action that almost always, I can't guarantee always, but almost always results in a really beautiful result. And that question is, what will your future self thank you for? Your future self is probably going to thank you for a small decision versus a big one. So you're probably going to be more grateful that you did 10 minutes of meditation today than that you committed to go on a silent one-week meditation retreat six months from now. So future self thinks small sometimes, even though we always think of the future as big and broad and grand. Future self right now is probably asking you for something really small. Other things to keep on tap from your future ever so thankful self that it would really like for you to do, regardless of who you are. If you have a business, and lots of you do, keep marketing. So instead of thinking about marketing or planning marketing or making a calendar for marketing or otherwise sort of vaguely engaging with marketing, you're going to continue to be steady with your marketing, to consistently make an offer, have a deadline, get people to book or not book because it didn't work and then start over. Stay on it, whether it's making a marketing calendar, starting an email list, actually communicating with the people on that email list, holding a sale, or just being consistent with showing your work to the public. Marketing is one of the things that future self is never going to beat you up for. Like, oh, I'm so mad at you that you had a bunch of spots in your calendar and you filled them and now we're making money. Uh, it's not a thing. That's not a thing. So keep marketing. You can also embrace nutrition. This sucks and it's hard because the vast majority of foods in the world, at least in the United States, are this manufactured, processed, food-like substances. So the long journey to the body, which was a podcast episode, which you should listen to, inevitably is going to mean paying closer attention to what makes you feel really good for a sustained period of time versus makes you feel good for like 30 seconds and then makes you feel terrible. Hint, that's probably going to be some fruits and vegetables and fibers and chia seeds and coconut oils and just generally goodness. Um, and then paying attention, too, to what makes you feel crappy. Sugar makes me weep, like weep, three hours after I consume it. My scientific research involves making sure of that at least once a week to be sure that nothing has changed. And I can assure you, based on my evidence, that it has not. But I will check again next week anyway, because that's who I am committed to science. Your future self is also, quite frankly, going to thank you for having sex because it releases a gorgeous cocktail of hormones that are going to brighten your mood and make you more fun to be around. So anything that gets you into the animal of your body, you, you hydrate, you get laid, you have some nutrition, life is going to be better. Future self isn't going to be like, oh, we had too much sex. Oh no. Again, not going to happen. Future self desperately wants you to create and hold boundaries. Boundaries we've talked about before. There are blog posts. You can Google them. But also these ordinary, everyday decisions that create a structure that prevents overwhelm from taking over, that makes room for your truest work, and that keeps your phone from taking over your life. If you're like, I need to talk more about this, episode number 105 is all about the boundaries. All about it. It's called How to Get to Anywhere You Want to Go. Go listen to that because you need it, and then you can come back to this one. Boundaries are the effectively the ropes that you make around your own life that are like, you, you cannot cross here or you are not welcome here. And you have lots of them. Like You have some for you, those people closest to you, your family members, the people you live with, maybe a partner. Um, you have some for your pets. You have some for clients. You have some for potential clients. You have some for 
in-laws or other vaguely uncomfortable people. You have some for strangers. So you have lots of boundaries already. The thing is that if you're not careful, those boundaries just collapse and collapse and collapse until everyone is sort of treading around in your heart and your life all the time. And then you have to reestablish, like, actually, no, you are not welcome in this space. You need to remain here, and this is my space. And so you're reclaiming your time and energy when you make boundaries. Future self is never like, oh, man, you held that boundary too tight. Oh, no, not going to happen. Really simple one. You can change your sheets. Future self enjoys sleeping in fresh sheets. That's one from Liz Gilbert. Love that one. You can embrace stillness. Now your present self is going to be all like, oh God, don't do it. Don't be still. We have so many things to do. But future self is going to be like, oh, this is how I get in touch with my interior continent. Your interior continent, again, from episode 105 of the podcast, it's going to be the parts of you that no one else can know unless you explore and express them. When you're connected with those, you're more closely connected to your intuition and you're more likely to make decisions that your future self is going to enjoy. Because when you're connected with your intuition, you're connected with what you want. When you're connected with what you want, you're more likely to go and get it, etc., etc., etc. Stressed out, hasn't had a minute to breathe in a week, you is not likely to make decisions that end in deep fulfillment and unbridled joy. Whereas taking a moment, taking a pause, catching your breath, being still is inevitably going to lead to you knowing yourself better and more intimately and as a result making better decisions for your life. You can move when you're overwhelmed, not run seven miles to punish yourself for eating a cupcake that one time move. Move like be in your body and see how it feels. Maybe that's yoga, maybe that's running, maybe that's koya, q-o-y-a dot love, which I love. Maybe that's taking a long walk around the neighborhood. Maybe it's going to a class at the gym. Maybe it's swimming in the ocean. I don't know what it is for you, but your future self is very rarely like, oh, workouts are terrible. Please don't move your body ever again. No. How can you connect with your body without punishing it and without making yourself wrong for being human or wrong for how long it's been since you last consciously moved your body? Because we do that a lot. Can you view your body and your workout calendar and its current state with something like tenderness? And then can you proceed from there? Future self would also love for you to show your work. Maybe you think your work isn't ready to be seen. Hint, no one does. Or your asshole brain says you need a new website before you can show anyone anything that you've done. Or you're planning an epic 52-day blog series to showcase every single thing you made during every week of last year, but you're not going to start it until X months from now. Start now. Right now. By the time you would have started, you'll be halfway through your next project, and future self can high-five you from six months forward in the future via time machine, which I just made up. It's fine. Anyway, future self is going to be super happy. Also, when you can bring the work that you believe you're going to make in the future into the present, your future self just drops to its knees and bows to you. Like, thank you for doing that. So at Brave, there's this lovely woman. She's amazing. And I saw her and I didn't, I purposely, when people sign up to come to Brave, don't look at their websites and don't look at what they do so that I'm not, um, unconsciously swaying the conversation to talk to a specific person so that when I say, when I say things like in general, I mean in general and not specifically you people, specifically you one person that I'm targeting because I don't ever want to do that. So I don't actually know what this woman does, 
she walks in and I'm like, obviously she is radiating health and she is in some sort of fitness business. She's either a coach or a personal trainer, or she's in the industry. She teaches classes. She's, she looks like she does spin class at least six days a week, right? She's one of those people, but in a lovely, beautiful way that just exudes health. And we talked to her and she has a different business and she does have an org chart for eight years from now when she'll be able to transition her current business to a coaching business. And she has every plot of every step of every part of the eight years plan for how she's going to get there and slowly transition. So of course her brave move was, okay, you're going to take your first coaching clients. Um, people in the room, raise your hands. You'll be her first coaching clients. You're going to pay her. Awesome. One, two, three, four, five. So we got her her first five coaching clients. And then she had to post a video of her burning the org chart that meant that she couldn't do X until eight years in the future because she's doing it now. So asshole brain is always going to push things into the future. And your future self is always going to thank you for starting now, today, right now. And to stop the overwhelm, there's this really simple trick for stopping the overwhelm that's also to start making the word busy a bad word. And not bad word like damn or hell or whatever. Bad word like on the forbidden list is never uttered right up there with racial slurs and hate words that you will never hear me utter ever. I have a ton of forbidden words. It's just that fuck is not one of my forbidden words, right? Make busy one of those words that are very bad for you to use because busy, otherwise it can become this box that you put your whole life into you into when you don't want anyone to question what's inside. I'm going to say that again because I feel like I screwed it up. Busy is the box you can put your whole life into when you don't want anyone to question what's inside because busy is just like, these are not the droids you're looking for busy and just busy and no one questions it. It hides all the pieces of life and of obligation that you would rather not sort through. It's like time's junk drawer. And it means that you remain unseen by other people and by yourself under cover of endless scheduling and to-dos and obligation. Busy makes you sick. Busy makes you tired. Busy makes you resentful. And busy weighs you down with all the things that you have to do. And if you have to do things and you can take them on joyfully, great. And if you have to do things and they're just things you have to do, but you could get someone else to do them or ask someone else to do them or ask for help, then you can push those things off your plate and let someone else start helping you. Further and most importantly, busy and focused are not the same. Someone who's quote unquote busy for 10 hours a day at work will not necessarily accomplish as much as someone who's focused for four hours a day at work. So 10 hours of busy, kind of like you're just swirling a lot, four hours of focus, you know exactly what you have to do in what order, bada bing, bada boom, bada bing, bada boom, bada boom. There is no social media. There are no other browser tabs open. There is no online shopping going on. You know exactly what you do, have to do, and you do it. It's the difference between scrolling through Facebook and turning off the internet entirely. Or if you've ever gone to the grocery store and you're like, I want to be out of here in 22 minutes and this is my shopping list. Or those times when you just wander the aisles in search of sustenance and you're vaguely hungry and you come home with like, what did I just do? Same thing. Busy and focused. Not the same. Busy, bad word. Focused, amazing word. You don't have to describe yourself as busy ever again, even when your days are full and your life is brimming with activity. 
I have days that are scheduled, like these six hours are completely scheduled down to the five minutes. That doesn't mean that I'm busy though, because busy implies that I have more than I can handle and busy implies that when you ask me for something that I don't have time for you. And in general, that's not the case. I have really good boundaries, but when I want to do something, I can find the time for it. Busy implies that if I want to do something, I can't find the time for it. I don't ever want to give that impression. You don't have to throw yourself onto a heap of drudgery that is your overbooked schedule and pretend to care. You can start to push things off the island. You can start to vote things away from your life and out of your life. You can start to be less busy and you can start to be more focused. When in doubt, do less. You can turn off your phone notifications All of them, your notifications for email, for Instagram, for Facebook, for other forms of social media, for every app that just assumed you wanted notifications on and you never bothered to turn them off, for your phone, for your texting. You can put your phone in do not disturb mode for an hour a day. You can power your life, your phone, or your laptop down for an hour or two a day. Remember, in 1998, You didn't have any other choice but to not have your smartphone on all day because it didn't exist yet. (laughs) Like, it was not that long ago. You can create space to hear yourself think and feel. And I know that that's scary. I know that's not easy. And it's certainly not what most people seem to be doing. But it does mean that you regain intimacy with yourself and your own thoughts and your own desires, your interior continent, and you know what lies within you. And you're a hell of a lot stronger making it come to fruition with whatever it is you want because you know what it is you want way down in there. Stop the Overwhelm is also the first of the four tenets, T-E-N-E-T-S, because you can't hear that word because my nose sounds like this, of Steer Your Ship, which is my six-month-long program that starts with a retreat in Santa Monica, California this October and ends in Asbury Park, New Jersey next April. We span the coasts during our time together and work one-on-one via phone in between to get you from wherever you are. I'm guessing it's some form of stuck, overwhelmed, spinning, and or vaguely hopeless to wherever you would like to go. And I'm assuming that focused, effective, and connected with yourself are places that you would like to go. You can read all about Steer Your Ship at kristenkelp.com slash S-Y-S or drop a line to k at kristenkelp.com. Boom, that's my email address if you've got any questions. Again, three of the six spots are already taken, so please don't do that thing where you're like, I'll worry about this in July or August. No, it will not be available in July or August. So please go take a look, kristenkelp.com slash S-Y-S. And finally, to stop the overwhelm, the big thing that you can do that is the very hardest is rest. Get out your calendar and just cross off days. Just And it doesn't have to be the same day every week. You don't always have to have off Tuesdays or always have to have off Wednesdays or Saturdays or Sundays. But when you do the really hard work of making time to rest, your whole life gets better. And if you find that you've gone a bit too far and you need to rest more because your body is freaking out and it can't quite handle how much peopling you've done, not that I know anything about this, you're also going to need to rest. So I've taken extra days off. I've been super casual with my schedule. I've canceled as much as I can. And since I didn't make a podcast last week, I made one this week. Because rest is hard and necessary. And if you're like, I can't even do that. I can't take a whole day. 
can you schedule an hour for yourself? And in that hour, you can do something as exciting as go and do an activity, or you can just turn off your phone and take a nap. Because naps are 100% legit something that your future self will thank you for. Guaranteed. I hope that that helps. I hope that you uh, are able to stop the overwhelm just for a second so you can hear yourself think. And then um, I hope that that results in uh, being less busy and more focused and being um, stronger in your marketing, stronger with your nutrition, stronger with your boundaries, and of course, in having clean sheets as often as you would like. Thank you so much for listening, especially through my sick voice with my cough drop. And um, I will see you next week. In the meantime, kristenkelp.com slash brave or kristenkelp.com slash S-Y-S to work with me. That's what's coming up. And I can't wait to see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you do not want to do this election season alone with your phone, I encourage you to check out jointheantidote.com. It's new, it's fantastic, and promo code TRUST takes $33 off until March 12th, so get on it. Again, jointheantidote.com, J-O-I-N-T-H-E-A-N-T-I-D-O-T-E.com, join the antidote.